It's Sunday, May the 22nd, 2022. Welcome to the Zodiac Chat Line. I am your host, Tanae, and as always, I have the lovely Cassie with me. Girl, hey, happy Sunday. We are Sunday. at the end of May. We are in Gemini season. Girl, you guys, what, what even is time? Hello? Is it real? This month has not existed. May? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It, it, like, hasn't even been a thing, and it's almost June. Anyway, I moving on. <laughs> I mean, you know, we did have eclipse season during yeah. that, and some retrogrades happened, so I guess we just... April, though. I guess we just <laughs> did it, you know? You know, I don't know. Again, time, time. Um, we want you guys to know any questions you have, please drop them in the chat. Coral is there, ready, waiting, listening, and able mm -hmm. for you guys. Um, also, I want to thank every single guest, every single one that we have had since the uh, right after the winter solstice. I'm not sure when our first first guest, but thank you to everybody. I do know that we have one of our guests. <laughs> He's already in the chat. Hey, um, so much for joining us. We have, at this point in time, um, stopped scheduling for right now. Please continue to send a request if you would like to join the show. Um, but we are going to put a pause on scheduling and take a mini hiatus coming up here soon. We'll let you know when, but <laughs> it's not right now. Got plenty of time to still spend time with us. Um, so, yeah, all of those fun things are happening. Um, and the planets. So, it's a lot. Like, going on and then about to go on. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. we are mm -hmm. in the mutable sign of Gemini. And we have talked about before about how each of the energies um, either begin, sustain, or transform each season. And so now we're in the season of Gemini. And Gemini is the season um, we are ending spring. And it helps us transition into summertime, um, which the next sign will be the beginning of summer the cardinal side of cancer. So, yes, girl, we cannot wait. We're going to give you your we going to give you the water counting. We going to give you We're going to give you your waterfalls, okay? We're going to give you all your waterfalls and rain. <laughs> so, uh we did have the sun move into Gemini on Friday. Um so officially everything is just much more social, a lot more lighter, a lot more fun. Um we are currently still in retrograde. Uh, for Mercury, and it was in Gemini. Today, it did move to um, it Taurus. moved into Taurus, so it is now retrograde in Taurus. Um, we do have Mars. Um, let's see. Okay, so let me go back, back up. Okay, so Uranus, the North Node, and Mercury are all currently in Taurus. Um, so that is still a very much a lot of strong strong energy um taurus season is always going to or the taurus energy right now with the north node is always going to be deep transformation and change um usually on a material level because that's what taurus represents and the opposite of that is scorpio and so that's on a spiritual level so we're going through that um we have venus and jupiter currently in aries so it's been real spicy um, <laughs> In the best kind of way. Um, but, <laughs> but by the end of this week, Venus will move into its, one of its home signs of Taurus at the end of this week. And we have Mars and Neptune and Pisces. A little 
confusing. Um, and Mars will move into its home sign of Aries on Tuesday. Uh, we still have Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, so take it to the man still. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But so what, what we were talking about earlier is that like, this is a lot of transitional energy um, in a transitional sign. So it makes a lot of sense. But a couple of these signs, a couple of these planets are going into their home signs. So I think things will feel a little more settled in certain aspects. I think, thing, yeah, I agree with that. I think things are going to feel like they're moving correctly, right? Like you're, instead of feeling like you're having spicy conversations <laughs> with your romantic partner and sniffing at each other and feeling like, ah, um, you're going to feel like it's really warm and fuzzy with them. And instead of not being able to take action the way you want to or feeling wishy-washy about what you're going to do, you're going to feel like, I have a plan. I'm going to do this. And you will have the energy to follow through with that. Yes. So bear sure, with the sure. next few days. Mercury retrograde is always just a good reminder to slow down in your text speech. I had a very embarrassing incident at work this week where I was, it was a typo and it <laughs> caused a whole email chain of craziness. And I was so embarrassed and normal. Yeah. Like normal a duck. Like a, like, like a ducking autocorrect? No, no, no. Like, like uh, you know, you have to input a, a complex number for something. Uh... And I transposed two digits and thought I'd corrected it. And then I was like, it's still not working. And then all these people got involved. And it's like, wait a minute. Let's try one more thing. Oh, so embarrassing. But anyway, double check your shit, guys. <laughs> we got a few more weeks. <sighs> anyway. <sighs> but all in all good vibes we're moving into summer yes, we're gonna yes. get things are things are moving forward i had more guests in my house this weekend than i had all of Taurus season so i agree i've been more social than i have in i don't know a year and a half but you know yeah. <laughs> you know you know aquarius is like i guess i'll come out okay i'm going back <laughs> in you know what i yeah. mean like i'm good now for you know the next week or so i'm gonna chill out um but um just enjoy as much lighthearted energy as you can because we all know that a lot of things around us are not very lighthearted. Things are super, super heavy in just a lot of aspects. But to bring on the lighthearted energy, y'all, I'm so excited about our guest today. Okay, so let me stop playing. I'm really excited. This is an actual blood relative to me. We are first cousins. And if you know what a cousin is, it's a cousin. Um... <laughs> This is my Luzzy, lovely, Luzzy, lovey, lovey, lovely. Oh my gosh. I'm super excited. It is. And I'm so excited. I can hardly contain it. Um, my lovely cousin, her name is Camine. She is an Aries sun, a, an Aquarius moon, and a Virgo rising. We are going to get her into the chatters. We're going to get her in here. Um... She is also the host of a very fun YouTube series called Phone Call, and it is well worth a follow. Good, good content. And I want to talk to her about being able to share space with people whose opinions don't necessarily match yours. That is a helpful quality. Okay. There we go. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me do it like this for them. Hi, yes, girl. <laughs> Love it. What 
Kazo. is up? Kazo, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming Thank to the show. Oh my yes. God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. You know, it's just so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to have your presence, isn't it? Yeah. No, mm -hmm. I mean, a little bit, yeah. But no, you guys are so great. I'm so excited because I seriously watch you guys and I love it. So I'm like, it's my turn. I did it. Oh. Okay, here I am. <laughs> we are so grateful for you, Kimine. You have been a uh, Zodiac Chatline supporter a long time and uh, we very much appreciate it. And... I'm just excited to talk about your chart because there's a lot of fun stuff in here. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. Um, all right. So I want to ask you just, you're not super into astrology. <laughs> what do you know about like being an Aries? I know that we are the life of the party. Um, I know that um, when we walk in the room, we own it. Um, we're actually very humble and kind of shy <laughs> and kind of shy a little bit. That's what I know. <laughs> Yeah. So she's coming with the jokes already, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what I know. I do know that, like, compared to the other signs, we're pretty much very outgoing. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I know about mm -hmm. it. We're outgoing and um, love to have fun and very spontaneous. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I picked up. I don't know much about the zodiac signs, but I do know that um, I would want to be an Aries if I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I love okay. it. Spoken like Spoken a true. Spoken like a true. I was just about to say, tell me you're an Aries without telling me you're an Aries. <laughs> but tell me you're an Aries. Yeah, right pretty there. much. Yeah. Um, you, you pretty much nailed it. Um, Aries is the first fire sign of the Zodiac. It's, it's the first sign of the Zodiac. It starts the spring equinox. It starts us off with a bang all the time. Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, when an Aries walk in a room, they let you know because they want everybody to know, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, me, 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 I'm here, I'm first, I'm first, I'm here first, yeah. you ain't seen me, I'm I know, here. I'm like usually the one that gives the long speeches and like I always want to tell everybody how thankful I am that they came in my presence and you know, it's just really great, I love giving speeches. All of that. <laughs> so um, earlier, y'all, we were on a pre-call with Camine, and Camine's lovely daughter um, knows her big three, and Camine was like, yeah, she knows her big three. So, Camine, we're going to talk about your big three. Yes, and I want to. So when people mention the term big three, they always generally talk about the person's sun sign, their moon sign, and their rising sign. And those are usually the three determining factors to kind of sum up in a very like basic way to sum up somebody's personality or, or the type of energy that they bring. And so you have an Aries sun, which one is exalted in Aries, which means like it is just a higher octave of shining. It's, it's, it's home placement is Leo, but in Aries, it's just even brighter, um, which is probably why y'all are the life of the party. Um, and then the moon <laughs> sign, the moon sign is your emotion. It's really how you deal with your emotion. And it's definitely how your intimate partners and your family knows you the best. And then your yeah. rising sign, we like to call it a mass. Um, but I like to say it's the way that you kind of present yourself to the world. And it's what you feel most comfortable in. And so mm -hmm. your rising sign is Virgo. And your moon sign is Aquarius. I did forget to say that. But um, your rising sign is Virgo. And so it makes you quite discerning to people that roll up on you in any way, shape, or form. Because it's, yeah. like, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I help right? you? Right. Can I help you? So. Um, 
So that's, so that's basically what your big three is. So if anybody ever asks, you know, you, your sun is an Aries, you are always going to shine bright. You're always going to be spontaneous. Your moon's an Aquarius. It tends to be, it's a good placement for the moon because it does attach from, detach from the emotion. So it doesn't get you so marred down in it. Um, especially okay. with your passionate Aries fire, it could tend to go one way or the other. And then your Virgo rising again gives you that discernment um, and it just allows you to be kind of like meticulous and careful in how you approach people and how people approach you. So, right. You know, do okay. people think you are more serious than you are? Because a Virgo rising can appear more serious than they actually are on the inside if you're an Aries sun like yourself. Um, some, I mean, some people would probably say that just people that don't know me, but like my friends, I'm usually the one cracking the jokes or like being funny, but people that meet me that don't understand me, I'm just confused because I feel like I don't hide any, like, this is what I am. I don't know any other way to be. This is all of this. So it's like, it's either for you or not. This is pretty much who I am. So I don't understand the problem. But that literally <laughs> describes what an Aries, Aquarius, or Virgo would say to somebody. This is like it. A, yeah, this <laughs> is it. That's exactly it. how I feel. <laughs> but Amazing. I want to do it, like, nicely, because I feel like sometimes people take it and they think that, like, you know, I'm being mean or, like, I'm not, I'm super humble. Look at me trying to sell myself. I'm like, I'm in a great person. I'm amazing. But, yeah, sometimes people do get me mistaken for, you know, being uptight or just really not who I am. So, yeah. At all. I feel nope. like... They don't know. Air sign moons have, like, so um, today I mentioned your moon is in Aquarius. The other air signs are Gemini and, and Libra. So Libra, we'll leave Libra out of this. They're kind of a little special case scenario. But definitely I would say an, Aries, or an Aquarius and a Gemini moon um, may, they're, 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 they're kind of more matter of fact um, in how mm -hmm. they express, like, their likes and dislikes and their emotions. And... Mm -hmm. People are just love, especially people like myself uh, who have a lot of water sign placements. If you seep into your, sh you're too emotional. You think everything is about mm -hmm. you. And sometimes yeah. people with a strong air sign and fire sign energy are just more matter of fact. And it's like, <laughs> what is your beef? Like, what, what don't you get? Right. And right. Then, people who are overly emotional and read into everything are like, I don't know what the end. Like, I don't, this person's so right. stern. So. That's how it is in, uh, in some of my friendships, too. And I just, it's like, I want to reassure them that, you know, whatever they're thinking, I'm like, no, it's opposite. Like, that's not what I meant. Like, I just, <laughs> what I said is what I said. Right. There's no, it's don't. not deep. There's nothing deeper. I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> right. Take, take your emotions back and just hear what yes. I said. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But not yes. everybody can do that. And sometimes it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves, not what you said to them. Mm -hmm. You just right. you just happen to trigger something in them. And then that's, again, they need to evaluate that on mm -hmm. their, their yeah. own. Yeah. Because yeah. that is an unevolved, like, it's being empathetic and having strong, you know, uh, I guess, whatever, psychic vibes, you, you can utilize that energy for good, right? But also, if you think everything is about you, you're just gonna, this is a, that's a poor way to go about life. Like, you need to, yeah. like, it's worth remembering that most things aren't about you. When it comes yeah. to other people's energy, it's, it's usually like, like you said, not that deep. 
<laughs> yeah, and you know what? I feel like I get along a lot with other Aries because I feel like we're all on the same. I thought it would be different because I'm like maybe we'd be more competitive or want to be in the spotlight. But I feel like I get along with them just good, like it's good energy. Like I don't think you had all... a choice though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean growing up with all Aries? Yeah, we pretty much all go together. Right, right. Yeah, my whole family. Yeah, my yeah. siblings and my nephews and we're all seriously Aries so I'm like yeah. so you mentioned that that is wild, <laughs> mm-hmm. wild. yeah so yeah. we're still talking about emotions how have you learned to work through difficult emotions um <laughs> look at me I feel like I'm still working through them I'm like um really trying to stay busy so when I get if there's something that touches me and I feel like overwhelmed at times because life is through me some freaking lemons And I feel like I just stay busy. And when I'm not busy is like when there's a problem, but yet I'm tired. So like, I'm tired of being busy, but I'm busy because it helps me cope. So I'm still trying to work through that. I don't, I, I'm really learning. I don't really know the exact way to do things. So for me, when I'm too emotional, I'll either shut down completely or I'll just do totally opposite and stay busy. That is so interesting um, when that you say that um, thinking about your North and South node placements. So um, I know you've watched the show. So the North node uh, as a refresher, um, it's kind of like your, your destiny, the thing you're in, you come in this lifetime to learn and -hmm. your South node is the energy that you come in with. And your mm-hmm. North Node placement is in Cancer, which is the cardinal water sign, the most so emotional, like one of the most emotional signs. It's yeah. a sign of the mother, and they are the caretaker, and they feel everything, and they want to be there for you. And that's what you're evolving toward, your, mm-hmm. your quest in life. But you come in with the energy of Capricorn, and... Capricorn's oh ways know, of right? dealing with emotions <laughs> are to work. And, you and, are re- and not and not deal with emotions. Girl, have you? I feel like you've known me my whole life. You just gave me a quick read about exactly who I am. The you- money is there, and yes, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. The money, yeah. Uh huh. And very emotional, but like still grinding. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting too. The, and Tanae and I spoke about this before we got on with you um, because your mm-hmm. North Node is also in the eleventh house, which means that part of your destiny, and maybe this is something you know you can work with within the grind, right? Is is that you, this this care, this giving of emotion and taking care of people is something mm-hmm. like you you're destined to do for, for a group, for, for yeah. a group that you belong to or that you feel passionately about and in a way that is bigger than yourself. You know what I mean? Oh my like, God. Yes. So do you have anything like any groups like that, that you're involved with that mean a lot to you? Um, um, like right now I'm just, I feel like the only thing I'm really doing right now is my podcast that I have, but in the past, my podcast, yes. Phone call, Miss Coco Brown, Miss Queen Kimmy, that's me. Um, but yes, so right now, I mean, in the past, 
I do feel like when I'm committed to something, I really like love it and hold on to it. And I want like, I'm literally the person that wants everybody to have fun. So if you go with me, I'm like that person, like, are you having it? Like everybody's having a good time, you know, cause I'm going to have a good time. You know what I mean? That's a given, honey. It's go- I'm going to shut it down. Believe it. But I want to make sure like, I really do have that motherly, like, I want to make sure everybody is good. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, when I'm, when I'm into something, I'm into it. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm going to just go back real quick. So you were talking Look about coping, coping with, <laughs> I know, right? Cause I said, so, coping with emotions. Um, a lot of your chart lends to you being artistic and creative. Mm-hmm. And I find that, um, even if we want to avoid our emotions, if we can creatively learn how to express them or cope with them or move through them, because avoiding them doesn't make them go away. They just mm-hmm. make them come up maybe at an inconvenient time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, if there is something artistic or creative, I encourage you to find ways to allow your emotions to be expressed through that um, because that's such a good outlet. And I know you have a bundle of creativity in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you and I are talking, it's like mm-hmm. a million ideas. Yeah. And it's like, you're being able to kind of hone in on the, in that and make it go in one direction seems to be like where you're just like, Oh yeah. I'm so I'm usually all over the place. Even when I talk to people, like my sister always like, can you go back? Because we, I just asked you a question. Like I'm on a whole nother (laughs) road. Like I'm all over. That is so me. Yeah. I don't want to be, but it's like, I want to tell you everything and I don't want to (laughs) forget. So I'm going to tell you all at once. And then that's all I got. So everybody listen. Yeah. That's me. It's interesting that you say that too, because um, you have a, 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 not much earth sign energy in your chart and (laughs) earth signs are other. Okay. So the South node in Capricorn, but your South node um, within your birth chart is not really a placement that you draw strength from. It's actually kind of what you need to move away from a little bit. Um, And then you do have your rising sign of Virgo. So that gives you a little, Definitely at least the facade of total stability, right? Like people probably yeah. <laughs> assume you totally have your shit together. Like I don't know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I believe this. I think they really do. But that <laughs> is but it is beautiful. On like a lot of levels, but like but but there's not a lot of grounded energy in your mm-hmm. chart. Um and I think the one um placement that you do have is Mercury and Taurus, which um, is maybe not the most comfortable place for Mercury to be because Mercury is generally a fast moving, but I do think it's favorable for somebody who doesn't have a lot of earth sign energy for the place you do have it to be how you communicate. Cause mm-hmm. you probably can at least take the time to like, okay, well, I'm going to say this, how I, you know, how I mean it. And even if what you're saying is I have 45 things going on and, you know, don't know how to finish them. Like you can at least like kind of walk through your thoughts and communicate clearly. But, um, you know, it may be, you know, I think sometimes people with like not a ton of earth sign energy just require like they have to work a little harder at like organizing themselves, whether it be like really using a planner or making sure you have some kind of app that can like (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Like, you are get like you seriously are telling me exactly about myself. Like I am the person. And then if it gets too frustrating or if I want to do too many things at once, I'm like, well, fuck it. I mean, oops, can I say fuck it? Yeah, yes. Totally. I said, fuck it. Okay. Okay, my bad. But if I can't figure out how I'm gonna work it all out, I'm like, I'm not doing any of it. Like that's just what it is. Like if I can't do it the way I want to do it, I don't like, want to do any of it. No. Set, set yeah. fire to the whole list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just it. next. She's like, eh, it's, yeah. I'm an Aries. I'll just start all over again. That's um, what I'm, yes, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, I'm going to get to it. People are like, when are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to do it. Like mm -hmm. when I feel like it. Yeah, that's definitely me. And I think that most earth signs would, could use some of that energy of like not being so attached to their plans. Cause frankly, mm -hmm. a plan is just something to get fucked up later. But <laughs> an organizational system is helpful. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, there's ways to, to utilize it to your advantage. But lean into your... Yeah. Yeah, you're a phoenix. You can just start anew whenever. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, right. like you said, you know, fuck it. That, that's yeah. the, that, you know, remember that conversation where I was like, hey, try doing this and try doing mm -hmm. this. And you're like, oh, yeah. And it, it's it's helping you, like, slow down and process because... You having so much creativity, so much energy, it has to be channeled at some point. Um, yeah. You can't just, like, go everywhere because the good thing about Cardinal Fire is, like, the initial passion and energy, and Cardinal Fire is Aries. And so the great mm -hmm. thing about that is that the initial everything is awesome. Like, it's there, it's fired up, but that shit is like a match, and it's... It'll get gone just as fast. So yeah. you want to find some sort of steadiness within that. Um, and you did ask us about the houses earlier. Um, mm -hmm. And so when we talk about your rising sign, your rising sign always rules your first house. And mm. everybody has all 12 houses, but there may not be planets in all of the houses. So Cassie does have a... Your your chart. That looks actually, that like a, a bunch of stuff going on. That's all me? That's, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's pretty you. much... Seen, yeah. That seems and, about right. And you honestly, like, your chart is kind of all over the place in a way. Like, it's kind of here. Yeah. It's kind of here. It's yeah. kind of here. Um, but it's, it's, it's balanced in some other ways. We were talking about a lot of your planets that were what we call exalted and mm -hmm. giving their higher vibration. And so that's your sun. That's your Venus and Pisces. And that's your Saturn and Libra. And those energies give you, like, an extra boost of energy that that others might take, it might be that much harder for them to express that. So mm -hmm. it's just not like, it's not that hard for you to be candy. Like that sun sign yeah, is like, no. it's just super yes. easy. Um, and so your sun is in the ninth house. We'll probably only just kind of discuss where that, so the ninth house is ruled by Sagittarius and it's usually about mm -hmm. philosophy and travel. Um, and mm -hmm. so having your sun in the ninth house really encourages you to explore the world, to explore yourself. Okay. Explore the world to explore myself. That's what I want to mm -hmm. do. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Good. That is what you should yes. be doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing you now. Al you also have Mercury there in the ninth house. So you'll, you know, learn and probably um, come up with material for writing and um, all kinds of mental creative pursuits mm -hmm. from traveling. Like those experiences will mean a lot to you. And go just going back to the houses in general for a minute, 
everybody's mm -hmm. chart is set up with 12 houses because the, this, the houses represent like the entire solar system based or well, zodiac. Yeah. yeah. The zodiac. Um, but you won't have planets in all the houses. And so we look to which houses you have planets in to see what aspects of your life, because each house symbolizes a different thing, are going to be kind of the most, where the most energy is going to be spent for you. Do you have okay. your two, these two big influences of the sun and Mercury in the ninth house? And then a couple interesting third house and fourth house placements. Um, the third house being your house of um, communication and short trips. Um, and then your fourth house being like the house of your home and family. Um, do you want to talk about either of those? Tonight? I want to talk about communication because that's so well. Okay. So you, okay. So this is another thing. So we do talk about um, planets that are what we call retrograde and retrograde basically means that the planet is not moving forward. And so it's not an strength. It's, it's just tends to be, I don't want to say weakness, but it tends to make a lot more effort to make it work to your advantage. Um, okay. And so you have a lot of retrograde planets in your chart. It's, it's usually sometimes you'll have a lot of outer planets and when we call the outer planets, that's like Neptune and like the far outer planets, <clears throat> but you also have Mars um, retrograde in Libra, which is significant in a lot of ways because Mars rules Aries and Libra mm -hmm. is your opposite. And so to have it in your opposite sign, the planet of action mm -hmm. and to have it going backwards, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the energy is very internal. And so I think that you internally struggle with learning how to communicate with in like sometimes it and the third house also rules siblings and close relationships and relatives and so uh -oh. i think like having all of the <laughs> nothing bad we love we okay. love all we, we love the cousins we love the yeah. but it just it just says that it's it's just a lot more difficult for you to be able to find your voice and navigate communication within those relationships and within that energy so mars you have mars and saturn and Pluto, I think all, or maybe, nope, am I reading this wrong? I am. You have a lot, the planets that you have there <laughs> are all felt internally. And so a lot of it is need, needing to, you do process it internally, but you have to learn how to express it outwardly. And it's just a challenge. Even though you were like, yeah, I'm very direct. And I think you are in a lot of ways, but when it becomes uncomfortable, you're not. Oh my gosh, you are so <laughs> correct. And that goes to like my people pleasing personality. So it's like, if I know it's going to hurt you, I literally will not tell you where people are like, just tell them how you feel. Like I literally struggle with that so much. And then people get mad at me. Like, why didn't you just say it? Like, just tell me how I'm like, oh my God, because if you said it to me like that, me being so emotional, I literally would hate it. So I'm like, what do you want to do unto others? So I literally won't. It's so hard to do. But it's usually, it's never what you say, no matter how, this, mm -hmm. this is a rule all the way across the board. It's never what you say, it is how you say it. And yeah. if, if you can be true to yourself and say it in the best way that you know how, how someone receives it is not on you. Yeah. Because That's... you're coming from an intention of not, you're already consciously like, I'm not trying to hurt their feelings. So you're coming mm -hmm. from a place of like, 
you're coming from a place of love. You're coming right. from a place of, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but not saying something is hurting yourself because yeah. you're still holding on to whatever feelings you have. So you got to just go ahead and say it. And right. if the person doesn't, you can't, you can't make somebody respond how you want them to respond. You can't make right. them take what you say, how you want them to take it. You can just put the best intention out there and hope that they know you well enough or respect, respect the relationship well enough to just accept that you were just saying how you felt. And yeah, underscore Belvis, ask better questions until they see it. So Yeah, yeah. You know? That's good advice. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm slowly doing it now. So now it's like, I'm so, and people don't <laughs> like it. So I'm like, Oh my God, you know, but then I'm still like, you know what? What, what do oh, you mean? Well, they don't, what do you mean? They don't like it? So when I just tell them directly how it is, cause sometimes I'll beat around the bush. I'm not one. Like I said, if I know it's going to hurt your feelings, I won't go out flat out and say something. I'll just mention things that bothered me mm -hmm. and then, you know, and talk about that. But me not directly saying something is difficult, but I'm doing it. And I feel like when I do that, people are like, Oh my God, like this isn't her, you know, but we, we continue oh, wow. to evolve as beings and it is you because the longer you listen, don't, don't, don't worry. I got to get my drink on my red cup. <laughs> My two cents on this, um, you know, kind of bringing it back to some of your placements a little bit that differently with your, you have the moon in the sixth house, the sixth house represents service and where you give and your moon is your, your emotions. And even though you have the moon in Aquarius and you're able to kind of see where some emotions aren't logical, right? Like you can look and understand that somebody's maybe overreacting, right? Yeah. But you still very much feel like it is part of your duty to take care of other people's emotional well-being. And yeah. you just can't. <laughs> Look at Tanae. Tanae's like... <laughs> and even, but I, I say that with a grain of salt, knowing that we just spoke about your Cancer North Node placement in the 11th house. And you do have this this ability, both with that and your your Aries, like, come on, everybody, let's have the best time ever energy to really mm -hmm. bring up the vibe of groups and, mm -hmm. and, but people like that who give and are able to give on a big scale like that mm -hmm. have to have to have boundaries. That and, is, yeah. and wow. it is very important that they, that, you know, it is okay to have boundaries. And if somebody else gets mad about your, about your boundary, if that offends mm -hmm. them or upsets them, that means mm -hmm. they know they were trespassing. Yeah. Oh, on some what? level. Wait a minute. You better say it for the people in the background. Please say it for them. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the read. Yes. Thank you. Just like, saying. Listen, yeah. gotta be Goldie. Just said it. They benefit from you not speaking up. They benefit yep. from mm -hmm. trouncing on your boundaries because they are going to continue to benefit. They're going to continue to do it mm -hmm. until you yeah. say. Not no today, Lord, Satan. No not and today, it, Satan. Right, <laughs> right. Not mm -hmm. on a Sunday, Satan. And, <laughs> and honestly, like, if they don't like it, it's for them to check. It ain't for yep. you. Because mm -hmm. you're doing, you're being healthy for you. Yeah, and, right. if, and if that person can't accept that, then that's, that's on them. They'll get over yeah. it. it yeah. They'll be all right. Feelings, feelings and emotions, nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. Yes. Mm -hmm. Except for um, my bills. <laughs> <laughs> okay let me just touch oh, on bad. that for 35 <laughs> seconds you ain't ever got to worry about your bills your bills is always going to be paid and then some you have a lot of very strong 
um, energy that allows you to be successful and uh, shrewd when it comes to money and business matters. So don't you worry about it. And if you okay. know it's right, it's right. If you know it's wrong, it's wrong. That's it. Okay. Mm. Um, I got you. I'm going to run down your North Node real quick, and then we're going to play your game. Okay. Um, I know you probably have a ton more questions, but it's fine. We'll, we might do part two, you know. Right. We could do it for three hours. Yeah. Truly. Dude, I just love it. I'm like, I'm on a yes. phone call. This is great. Yes. Okay. Tell me about you myself. Got, you got some lapis. Yes, the soul advantage, whoever you are. Please. Thank you. Yes. Lapis is a fantastic crystal for the throat chakra. It's a good opening of the throat chakra. Also mm -hmm. highly recommend when you do pray, just allow yourself to how you pray and how you speak freely to God and to your, and mm -hmm. to our ancestors speak right. freely, like, you know, ask for guidance in order to like, make sure you're unblock your throat chakra and, and speak clearly and with positive intention. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Say that into existence. Right. Um, okay. So you surprisingly, but not surprisingly, your karmic path, and when we call that karmic path, we were talking about your North Node, is on the way of originality, of course. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to run this down. Your core lesson is, call, is to vanquish your fear of your own unconscious. Your goal is to tap into your creative fertility. Your release is the need for material security. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And, that yeah and the joy and the reward is the joy of unlocking your own inner resources again all of that internal things that happen i like you. that um your gifts are resourceful determined and unique your pitfalls are hysterical fearful and obsessive um a balance <laughs> point is between objectivity and subjectivity and that's you know a good balance of like how people see and what you see and it's always a good balance yeah um, a suggestion is realize that not everything can be controlled. Chaos can be creative. Never hesitate to ask for guidance. Awareness can be the highest calling. And for your karmic path, the crystal and gemstone is car it's called car charite, C-H-R-R-C-H-A-R-O-I-T-E. <laughs> it aligns mm. the upper chakras, opening the connection to all that is. Through this bridge, the individual will find the courage and trust to live from your authentic self. The stone affirmation is I ask for the revelation of my highest path of service and I embrace it fully, knowing that I am protected from all harm. Ooh. I like and that. I like on that. Your karmic, random famous people on your karmic path were Bob Marley, Marilyn Monroe, Miles Davis, Prince William, and Brad Pitt. Just to name a few. Yeah. So... Take all that as much as you can. Enjoy it. Um, yes. I, I really will encourage you to focus on creativity. I think that's okay. going to help you, especially emotionally. And like Cassie said, healthy boundaries. Healthy yeah. boundaries. As adults, yeah. we should respect boundaries, period. But right. setting healthy boundaries, and it's most difficult, obviously, within our friendships, our intimate relationships, because it's our emotions are involved. But setting healthy boundaries because people need to respect it. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that. She's like, are they <laughs> trespassing? Like, yes, let me use that. <laughs> trespassing. You're trespassing. Your yeah. show Thank is you. a phrase. You know? Yes. But yeah, creativity is definitely something yeah. I love to do. Get it out be, there. This is, yeah, okay. 
Got right. it. Are we ready? Noted. Okay. 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 I got you. All right. So we're about to play a game with you. Mm-hmm. And the game is you have to find the Aries. Okay. We are going <laughs> to give it. We are going to give you um, names and we're going to give you groups of three. And out of those three famous people, they're singers, actors, whatever, celebrities. One of them is an Aries. Okay. Okay. All okay. right, Cassie, you go first. I'm going first. Okay. Yeah. We're going to start with Dr. Dre, Timbaland, or Pharrell. Oh, my goodness. I'm leaning toward Timbaland and Pharrell, but I'm going to say Pharrell. Yes! yes! <laughs> well played. Um, okay, yeah. Timbaland is uh, your, uh, on the before Aries, Pisces, what comes right before you, and then Dr. Dre's in Aquarius. I believe a late January okay. Aquarius, like today, is that right? Yes, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, next up, I have Fantasia Barino, Shaka Khan, or Cardi B? Cardi B? It's going to be Shaka then. It is Shaka mm-hmm. Khan. It is definitely... <laughs> Cardi B is your opposite. Cardi B is a Libra. Um, yes. Shaka Khan. Okay. Shaka Khan is an heiress. Yes. Uh, Fantasia okay. Barino is my exact birthday twin. Yes, I did see that. That's why I put that in there. Yes. yes. All right, go ahead. Oh, Cass. shoot. Yeah, it's my turn. Sorry. I was so distracted by my birthday twin. Okay. <laughs> Next up, um, Queens of Sex and the City, Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker, or Kristen Davis? Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. Yeah, you better know. Yes, okay. You better know. You better know. Okay, okay, okay. Excuse me, cuz. Okay, girl. I'm, so, I'm really happy. I'm on a roll. I know. Yes. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Amy Winehouse, Selena, Adele. Oh, shoot. Um, Amy Winehouse? Oh, no. This is a double whammy for you. It is actually Selena, and she is your birthday twin. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just know the bitty bitty bomba. I don't know anything else about her. That's the only thing I know. I like that song, though. But, um, yes. Okay. Puerto Rican. Okay. Puerto Rican. <laughs> Wait. What sign is... You said it was Amy Selena? Winehouse? Yeah, Amy Winehouse. A Virgo. Oh, oh, she is? Oh, and then Adele? You said Adele. As a, as a Taurus. Taurus. Um, mm-hmm. right. I knew that one. <laughs> um, all right. La- last up? This is our last one? No, yeah. you have one more after this, right? Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have Big Sean, mm. Kanye West, or 2 Chains. Um, <laughs> It's between Big Sean and Kanye, but I'm going to say... Kanye. Uh, it's Big Sean. You were so close. It was Big Sean. Yes. <laughs> Big Sean's an Aries. Kanye is a Gemini. You know, a Gemini. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's, he's a little cray. But you know what? I love Big Sean, though. So, yeah. Big Sean. Same. Big Sean, Detroit. Oh, yes. Those. Yes. <laughs> I go. love Big Sean. All right. Last one. Donna Summer, Jennifer Hudson, or Diana Ross? Um, uh, I'm. It's between Diana and Donna. What's your first instinct? And it's Diana. 
There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> you better get the neighbor. You know that was mama. Okay. And I, you know that yes. was my mama's neighbor. Yes, their neighbor growing up. She you was like, yeah, get... I live next door. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. Like, they was like, yes. we was like, oh, okay. You know, grandma used to talk about it all the time. Yes. Our, 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 yes. our mothers are, okay, so in real life, we are actually related, y'all. Kemi's mother and my mother are sisters. <laughs> they are mm -hmm. sisters' sisters. Um, and they mm -hmm. grew up next door to Diana Ross in the Brewster Projects of Detroit, Michigan. Way yes. back in the day. Uh, yes. So yes, girl, you did actually really great. Uh, and I'm gonna get every single that. time you were like, it's between this and this. You had the right one. So <laughs> I'm like, it's between. Instincts. Trust those yes. instincts. Yes, <laughs> I will. I will. So please, y'all, check out her um, phone call or no, Miss Camine's phone call. It is Ms. on YouTube. She yes, is coming back with it. Um, yes. in a couple weeks. So please check her out. Um, yes. Is it about so relationships? Much. Sorry, before I cut you off, oh, I yeah, just no, wanted to ahead. know it's about relationships and love. I'm encouraging everybody to find love because love is great. Like who wouldn't want love? But relationships are even better because you get to be in love and share love with and love all the love. Because I love the Venus yeah. and Pisces in the seventh house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are the URL, yes. URLs? What's the handles? Where, like, what do what do they need to? Type so on, um, so on Instagram, it would be under um, phone call channel, I believe. I think that's my Instagram and my YouTube. But I'll give you all the information, and it can just be attached when you guys do it. Because I'm like trying to remember. Um, yeah, we'll I think put it's it in on the both show notes. Ones. It's awesome. it's really okay. fun, and yes. I yes. admire you for having open conversations with people all different viewpoints and yes. um thank you so much for coming on tonight oh, thank you so guys so much for having me you. i know for i'm like can chat. you call me later so we can talk because this is great <laughs> yeah, i love I to talk you. this is you. great <laughs> absolutely we'll talk, we'll, you know we'll talk tomorrow all right i love you okay. cousin. i'm kicking okay you love you too <laughs> okay bye, bye. bye. <laughs> yes so good i'm happy to have a follow-up all day all right, let's knock these questions out, All get right. to the end, and um, make this happen, Cap'n. All okay. right, first question. I'm, oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we're going to say this first question is from the man that literally asks the best questions every single time. Um, this is from Music Lover 3889. He's not in the chat today, but can your astrological sign hinder and or enhance your ability to sense when one's energy is cosmically out of tune. We talked about this question on the pre-call because it is so layered and there's a couple different ways to interpret it. Um, and when I first read this, I kind of assumed that what was meant was, can your astrological sign, um, yeah, obviously help or hinder you to sense when other, the energy of other people is out of tune, um, which yes, definitely. Um, but you could also kind of read it as to, can it help or hinder your ability to sense when your own energy or maybe the energy of the cosmos is out of tune. And I think yes to all three. So who, who do you think does well in these areas today? Like what signs? I would time of it? always give it to a water sign. Water signs can do nothing but feel <laughs> and their intuition is usually quite spot on. 
Um, I personally feel um, Aquariuses are always can tell. It may not be cosmically, but they just kind of know. Um, it may be something else, not necessarily intuition, just a knowing. Um, so mm -hmm. I think that might be different. But um, I would say all of the water signs, that's Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, are literally like, they're going to be like, mm -mm, not doing it. Um, and then fire signs are pretty good, but sometimes they're so much like they can, like you said, like Cassie said earlier, like they can read body language, but you know, the intensity with which fire signs express energy can sometimes cloud, I think theirs. Um, and mm -hmm. you know, earth signs have to decide that they care enough to <laughs> be intuitive about it. I agree with all of that. Yeah. I, I do. I'm always going to, you know, die on the hill that water signs are psychic and natural witches. Um, all the time. Because they are. Yeah. Um, but, and I agree with you that uh, fire sign treatment for sure. Because, yeah, they're good. They're physical, but they contain so much of their own energy that mm. it is kind of hard to make space sometimes, I think, for the energy of others. And it's kind of, you know, that's advantageous in some ways to be able to be the person that can dictate the energy rather than the one who's always, like, receiving what other mm. people's energy yes. is. That's a good way to put it. Um and yes, earth signs can very much do it if they give a shit. And it's so <laughs> rare that they do. So. Right? <laughs> so, okay. So our next question is from at Chapstick. Um, it says, the question was about when the Zodiac, when you were born. So does it matter if you were born the beginning, the middle, um, or the end? Um, Got to be Goldie, mostly air signs. You know, the intuition is more about it's more of a, a thought knowing process. So it's more like Libras usually go with their gut. Geminis are always all over the place. So they don't really ever, they might read a room, but they may not read a room. Um, and Aquarius just is so detached that they're just like side-eyeing the whole situation before they even approach mm. it. It's almost like Aquarius jumps from, you know, the sixth sense to the seventh. They're like, yeah. um, we're going to go some somewhere beyond yeah. psychically resonating with people's emotions to like seeing their auras or whatever. And then I think Libras don't, they have good instincts and intuition, but they don't trust it. And that is their great flaw. So they feel they can't they trust their sides. own intu intuition. Yeah. They can see the other side of their intuition and until they learn that that self trust, there's nothing anyone else can really do. I think and <laughs> Gemini's. I think I I when we were talking, about, we were discussing this question on the pre call too. Um, that I think Gemini's can read moments. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, mm. I don't know if they're always. Well, first of all, they're not always trying to go so deep as to know if you're, like, cosmically out of tune, right? <laughs> mm. um, I think that they can tell it – they have a great gift for knowing how to shift a mood, the way they can change a conversation to get the vibe going um, in a different way. But I wouldn't categorize them as the, like, most uh, psychically – tuned in sign 
Mm, no. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, all of that, what Cassie just said. Um, so with Chap's next question, um, does it matter if you're born in the beginning, middle, or end of the zodiac? And I would include the cusp signs. Um, I think it, it matters to an extent. And when I say matters, I mean, um, it just is a different type of energy that you're going to express throughout the signs. And each, what, what she's basically asking is, is they call it a, de a decan, um, D-E-C-A-N. And it's usually like how the signs are divided by weeks. And it's usually a week out of each of the mm -hmm. um, sign that is expressed. And they're also ruled by separate um, sub They have a sub ruler. Yeah, yeah. within mm -hmm. that week. And so it gives the different type of energy. So just depending on the week you were born, if you're born earlier in the sign, then you may have some traits of the sign previous to you. And you're still kind of forming that sign's energy. Um, I feel like if you're born in the middle of the sign, you really exude that because you're in the middle. And then at the end, you still have those traits, but then you're transforming into, again, the next sign and you might have less of that energy. Um, mm -hmm. So it just, it just depends. It just depends. You know, no two cancers are the same, no two Aquarius, no two Aries are the same, um, even born in the same week, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but you can definitely see that, you know, uh, an Aquarius born earlier um, is different than Aquarius born in the middle. You know, Aquarius born earlier is still closer to Capricorn, so they have more Saturn energy. Somebody like me, born in the middle, a little less Saturn energy, a little more Uranus, like <laughs> fun and fancy free. Um, my personal deacon is actually ruled by Mercury, so who would have thunk? Mm -hmm. um, so. Mine is ruled by the moon. I just have so much moon energy. It's all of it. That's why I love you, though. That's why you're my favorite. I love you because that's it. You're you. How you feel is how you feel. I am the moon. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Um, before we get out of here, I am going to. Um, so a couple weeks ago, a couple weekends ago in uh, Buffalo, New York, a domestic terrorist, because that's what he is, um, drove 200 miles and massacred 10 people. Um, and so I just want to take a moment right now and I'm going to read the names of those 10 people because they deserve to um, have their names read and be heard um, and be acknowledged. Um, so we're just going to do that for a moment and then I'm going to pull a card to bring the energy back up. But just for a moment, guys, I'm going to read these names. Uh, Roberta Drury, Margus Morrison. Andre McNeil. Aaron Salter. Celestine Cheney. Hayward Patterson. Catherine Massey. Pearl Young. And Ruth Whitfield. Um, I'm so sorry that you that y'all lost your lives to that. It was so senseless. And um, I send all the love and support to your families. Um, and that, you know, you won't die in vain. Um, thank you for being up there and watching over us now. Um, so I just wanted to say that I appreciate y'all listening. 
And with that, we're going to pull a card from one of my favorite decks, the Power of Love, an activation card. So, Cassie, thank you always and forever for being here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, for that, that acknowledgement and that moment that is important. And the Power of Love will help move us forward in the right direction. You know, it's funny. Guess what popped out? Transformation. It says, you use the power of love to move through illusions and shift into awareness. And I think that that is so poignant, so real, um, for what we're experiencing right now is using the power of love to transform all of the negative energy um, that just seems to be out here right now. And we are in a very transformative time um, in the planets, uh, in our society, in the world. We are watching a lot of things happen that we all know need to change because it's not working. It's just not. Um, and so I encourage everybody to transform the love within yourself first and make sure that it's expressed outward. Um, give yourself grace, give yourself a break. Um, give everybody else a break. We all have to live on this planet and whether people agree with that or not, um, that is everybody's reality. We're all here. Uh, black, white, gay, straight, Asian, all of that thing, you know, women with uteruses that always should have the choice. All of us are still here. Christians, um, Muslims, witches, <laughs> agnostics, atheists. So use the power of love this week to transform yourself and any illusions um, and to shift your awareness. Just shift your awareness. That's it. It's just, it's just a shift. It's just a shift in awareness. Um, so that's my, that's, that's my encouragement and my energy that I want to send to y'all uh, for the rest of this week. Thank you guys for always being so awesome in the chat, supportive of us. We love you again. If you do want to be on the show, feel free to email us right now. We are not scheduling any more people. Um, we are booked for the next couple of months. Um, but thank you again, Kameen. Thanks, cuz. Yes, thank you, Kameen. Everybody uh, go check out Phone Call. It is very fun. We'll put yes. the handles in the show notes so that you can go and watch it. It's super cool. And with that, even more so now, today, it's all love, y'all. And we out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs>